Big Safety Podcast with Vance and Bart. So, you wanted to talk about Michael Malice's next book? Well, I wanted to talk about uh, just just good things that are happening in the Liberty Movement. Uh, I could start with uh, my son wanted to read the Tuttle Twins' I Pencil today when I was putting him to sleep. So much so that we had to read it twice. And when you say putting him to sleep, you don't mean like giving him a vaccine. No, or calling a vet or any of that. Poor Joe Rogan. He's going to get turned into glue now that he's been downing horse dewormer. Oh, yeah. Horse dewormer. That's all that is. Never been used for anything else. Uh, I'm going to have to decline that, um, that request to come on your podcast, Joe. I only go on human podcasts. I don't. I'm not going to do it. So that's another good thing happening. Joe Rogan just keeps calling me. Well, on the on the topic of horse dewormer, um, there has been an interesting development in what we'll call medical misinformation, misinformation. For those of you who do not keep up, thank God. A little bit ago, let's let's call it a month ago. Rand Paul had a bit of an argument with Dr. Fauci in which he was urging him to retract some statements. And Dr. Fauci not only decided against retracting those statements, but then said something along the lines of, you do not know what you're talking about. Should we say Dr. Rand Paul? That's a good point. So the doctors were discussing. And since that time, a Freedom of Information Act request was granted and a handful of emails came out that ended up showing that what one of the doctors, Fauci, had been saying was completely false and he had, in fact, lied to Congress. So one of the doctors, Rand Paul, formally requested an investigation. So. I want to look at this in two ways, one of them being the optimistic white-pilled way that we are winning and we are victorious in some way, but also to just keep our perspective in that Dr. Fauci is not the enemy. Dr. Fauci is a fall guy. So I think it's worth being glad that we are gaining traction and that we have progress and that things are getting better, but to not feel like we're done. It's about the problem, not the symptom. Absolutely. I mean, do we win if we get one more person suicided in jail? No, we don't win. We still don't get to the guy who there is no one guy, but we don't get, we don't take down the system that caused it. 
Right. As long as someone has the power to make Dr. Fauci the fall guy, then the system is too big. Right. We've had enough suicides in prison now. People suicided in prison recently. And one of them was a really, from what all I know, a really good, noble person. The other, the other one, definitely not. <laughs> uh, but to get Fauci killed so he doesn't talk by making him the fall guy, because you know they'd do it. Because that little bitch would squeal like a pig, man, if he got put, you know. So they're definitely going to kill him, um, in my opinion. It's not going to do anything. I mean, yeah, I'm not saying let's not. I'm not saying let him go. Don't. We need to just keep the pressure, because I mean, if, if he does get suicided in prison, then it's a little harder for them to recruit somebody else to do his job. You know, not saying they don't have somebody waiting, but it's, you know, they're going to be a little less brazen about it. I think maybe at least we hope, but that does, that's not a win. That's a, like, that's a, just a little bit there. That's um, that's a feel good maybe to get them in trouble, but, He was the person who was facilitating what the state was doing. He was like a middleman for how the money got to where it was going. That was all it was. And for his effort, he got to be the leading expert on everything COVID because he was a willing pawn in the game of the state. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. Let's not, let's not ever think that we won because one new got in trouble. Um, I think that's more of a problem on the right, like the, like a Republican problem than a libertarian problem. But maybe I'm wrong about that. I don't. I mean, I see people mad at Fauci as libertarians, but I. I really don't think that, I haven't seen too many libertarians having a problem, not lately, on remembering who their real enemy is, because the real enemy has been just laying on the ground, kicking its feet in the air screaming throwing a temper tantrum from hell because the state is losing they're losing the hearts and minds of the people and they know it and they're freaking the fuck out that brings me to a survey that i wanted to share with you today actually tell me it's the fox survey so 11 No, no, this is a, this is a survey done by the Washington Post and ABC News, 
So this is obviously not a, this is not a libertarian news outlet. And honestly, this isn't a right news outlet. This is a, I'd say pretty, pretty left. (laughs) The Washington Post. Yeah, I'd say so. (laughs) So let me skew a little bit. Just, just a skosh. (laughs) But this is what my circle reads. And they had a poll where they asked as an unvaccinated American, if you would rather quit your job or submit to a mandatory vaccination. And 35% said that they would request a religious or medical exemption. And 42% said that they would quit. So that's over 70% that would in some way either seek an exemption or quit. There's a follow-up to that asking if they do not have exemptions, would you quit? And almost all of those folks seeking exemptions would, uh, which then amounts to a total of 67%. So nearly 70% of people would quit their jobs if they were forced to take 70% of unvaccinated people. Yeah. So it's not a discussion with my mom. My mom runs a company in the Atlanta area. And this is something they're discussing or that's being brought to the table by employees there wanting them to create mandatory or whatever. And she had a, a point that one of her points was, okay, well, obviously people are passionate on both sides, but she's like, some of the people who aren't vaxxed aren't getting vaxxed for silly reasons. Like they're f- afraid of needles and all this stuff. And I, I, le- I listened for a little while. My mom listens to the show. Hi, mom. I don't think that she was trying to make a point that they have to have a good reason to not want to get vaxxed, but I don't really think that that is something that we, we should even be discussing because it doesn't matter why somebody doesn't want to get a vaccination. It doesn't matter why a woman doesn't want to sleep with me. If it's a dumb reason, that doesn't mean I get to rape her. It's, I mean, it's the same thing. You're sticking a foreign object in somebody's body without their permission and injecting fluid into it. Sounds very familiar. But what if she didn't know or believe that sleeping with you <laughs> up to maybe four or five times might help? With the trend, I'm losing it. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Right. 
So, I mean, if this had gone to just a vaccination, I'd probably be okay. But now that we've gone on full booster and like (laughs) Pfizer, their branded version of ivermectin while trying to stamp out ivermectin, I just, I've, they've lost the plot so much that I can't even really make a good analogy. And then some of the people who are screaming for it, it doesn't, when I say, when people tell me that there's passionate people on both sides of this argument, I go, yeah, but one of them is telling somebody else to shove a foreign object in their body they don't want to do. And the other one is just going, I don't want to. There, It's not a thing like, oh, I think that Southern Heritage, this, this statue is Southern Heritage, not racism. Oh, I think it's racism. Well, please don't tear this statue down. This needs to be teared down. Like, Okay, you're making points on both sides of something. No, in this circumstance where you're saying you have to shove a foreign object in your body you don't want to, you're the bad guy. It's not one of these things where there's good people on both sides things. I think the position for someone who is looking to mandate vaccines believes that they're doing that for the greater good, right? Because the belief would be that you are making sure that your workforce is not infecting one another or infecting the public. Okay. But that, again, is not founded in science so much as it is founded in the belief that the, the vaccine does what you believe it does. I think we're having two conversations at the same time, and that's what clouds it, right? Because if we had... First of all, an actual vaccine, mm-hmm. much like we had with you know, polio or something like that. If we had an actual vaccine, it would be easier to have this conversation because then we would be talking about informed consent and not talking about informed consent and the efficacy and problem and nature of the vaccine itself. Mm-hmm. And since we're talking about both, we can't really get to a consensus. Oh, we can. Well, no, maybe we can't. But it's the the point is done. It's over. Um, the at least for me and for many people I know, there is no getting to a consensus. There is no. You don't even get to discuss this topic with me. It's my body. You don't need to be a part of it in any form or fashion. So don't bring it up. I made my point completely clear with anybody that I work with, that I hang out with. They better not come at me and tell me what I should and should not put in my body. They can, uh, they could say, oh, it did this for me. Or, you know, you could, I would love to know what something did for you. So I could take an educated decision, you know, myself. But no, 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 no. And I'm on the side of anybody with that position on anything. You want to do drugs? Go ahead. You don't want to do drugs. 
Nobody forced that person to do drugs. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's not as, it's overcomplicated. It's complicated only because the people who are trying to force somebody to stick a needle in their arm, put something in their body they don't want to do, are trying to find a way to justify their evil actions. That's the only reason why it's complicated. Well, then let's let's make it less complicated and address those folks who are truly trying to make the world healthier, right? Like, let's say, for sake of argument, right, as a, as a thought experiment, that the vaccine is 100% without fail. Mm-hmm. It works. It creates immunity, not only for the person you vaccinate, but it keeps, it reduces transmissibility to zero, right? So not only does it protect the person you inject, but it more importantly, and I think this is where our debate kind of hangs, because I think the more important piece is transmissibility. So they would not transmit that to others, Okay. right? So if you have a vaccine that works, then do you not even have a mandate, but just have a handful of businesses who are all about getting folks vaccinated? Because I think that this is time bound, right? Because there are some people who are not vaccinated by choice and some people who can't find availability or don't have access to the vaccine. That's and everywhere. It's at every Walmart. It's at every Walgreens. And there's one of those on every other corner. I think there are some there are some global issues afoot here, right? Oh, global? Oh, yeah, globally, outside of the U.S.? Yeah, okay. But, yeah. okay, it's, but still, I mean, it's still not even... It doesn't matter if it works 100% and you can't transmit it and you can't get it. If I don't want to put it in my body, be damned. Can't do anything about it. But it's someone else's body that you're talking about too, because no, it's, it's not. not 100% effective, right? Like we're, we're talking about the real world and impractical vaccine and that you can't, but you can't do that because because it's a it's a disease it's not i'm not doing anything to you i don't have to put anything in my body i'm not i don't have to defend your rights i don't have to do anything for you i just can't aggress upon you this this brings up an interesting debate that i heard um i heard libertarians talk about probably like 15 years ago, maybe mm-hmm. there was this interesting debate about going to work, knowing that you're sick. And I think if we, as a society had come to an agreement on that, however many years ago, we would probably be having a very different debate now because I think even that 
feels a bit unsettled, right? Because the idea is if you are vaccinated, you, in theory, are less likely to transmit the disease to others, which in some people's mind is aggressing on others. Whereas your point is that that's not you aggressing on others. That's a disease aggressing on others, right? Mm -hmm. But if you come to work having symptoms, would you feel like you are at fault? Well, I guess it would depend on if the New York governor told me I had to stay in that old folks home when I was sick. Or if he told me I had to go to work when I was sick. No, I mean, look at it this way. Like we're human. We're humans. This is, this is a problem when it becomes, when we get to a debate where we're talking about what other people should do. We don't know what other people's lives are like. We don't know where they're at. We don't know what kind of work they do. We don't know how they interact with other people. My job, I would, if I went to work while I was sick, I would have less chance of interacting with a person and getting them sick than if I stayed at home. I'm 300 feet in the air and I get there at least an hour and a half before anybody else is even awake or thought about doing anything. And I'm in a little box, 300 feet in the air. Nobody's around me. If I stay at home, you know, I've got touching stuff that my kids are going to touch. The father-in-law might come over. Somebody comes to the door, whatever. There's all kinds of things that happen at the house. So, I mean, there's, it's, it's different for everybody. So, yes, I do agree that you're an asshole. If you're going to, you know, you're sick, but you're trying to hide it and be like, that's a dick move. Right. But I also know that people who have all their wealth sucked away from work tons of hours trying to put food on their kids, their kids plates and they're, they've made some bad decisions in life. They're, but they're they're trying and everything's just being taken from them because they're trying to do it on their own it sometimes you go well i'm not that sick and you know i'll just try not to whatever on somebody cough or sneeze and I'm not talking about I've got COVID or whatever, but you know what I'm saying? Like I've got a slight cold, but I'm all right. I feel okay. And they go in anyway. Is that a dick move? Yeah, it is. Did they do something that may deserve like some sort of, I don't know, 
does does somebody have a grievance against them? Do, can they extract some sort of wealth to make right whatever was taken from them through the illness that they got? Uh, maybe, maybe they could win that in, in a legal setting, in a in a true anarchist legal setting. Maybe, but it'd be tough. And I'm not saying like it wouldn't be worth a try. Maybe if if you lost a lot of days at work or whatever, but or you got you know, but but you're not responsible for other people's problems. They. I mean, COVID doesn't kill healthy people. It just doesn't. It doesn't kill even older people. Like the reason why it kills more older people is because more, more older people have problems. And we had a 13-year-old kid up in Jasper die of it what a week ago. And everybody who wants to make sure that you get your vaccination by force is screaming that he had no health problems. None. 13 years old. I mean, yeah, he was like 380 pounds, but perfectly healthy. Well, we, we can't body shame anymore. Oh, so because he's fat? He, you know, it's not about him being fat, right? He obviously had an issue. <laughs> you don't, he's 13 years old. That's a really big boy. And let's not kid ourselves. Obesity kills. And it's awful that he died of it. It's terrible. But who's is the person who had it before him responsible for his death? No. And more importantly, it's not responsible to blame it on something else. Else, no one learns the lesson, right? Who right. who is looking at that and could have learned a lesson about? healthy choices and healthy living and knowing the difference between someone who is half his size and survival. I mean, I've made some pretty bad decisions in my life regarding my health. They're mine. I own them. I have to pay for them, whatever. Um, and I'm not saying that this kid would even blame somebody else. For all I know, this kid would be, yeah, I. This is my problem, and I need to own it. But he, you know, he he can't speak to him now. But he could have that exact 
outlook on it. I mean, I know personally from talking to older people back when the lockdowns were really going here in the States, right? There were so many older people saying, I don't care. I don't have that long to live anyway. I want to spend time with my family. Let's not lock my family in their house because they want to save me. I want to be there with them. And what the fuck, people? I thought we were on this side of right to try, things like that, right? I mean, you're talking about medical freedom to try experimental drugs to see if it works, right? I mean, isn't that what you claim that you're doing here with the vaccine? Like, you, people's right to try is right to do whatever they want with the the last day of their life or whatever they they get to and what is it about the fda approving a fucking drug or approving you to be able to use the what's the fucking shit the chloroquine or whatever we got going on um who gives a fuck if they approve anything i mean what's the point in passing the right to try law that we put through if the fda can just say well those drugs can't exist here so you can't you couldn't try them anyway i mean fuck off man the the vaccine that whole the whole mrna that that we we've not been allowed to do for ever because the fda has been in the way the the vaccine that you guys are spouting as the the savior the fda is the reason why we haven't been able to use that technology for vaccines in the past they have never approved it so they're they're the it could have been a more advanced technology by now right it could have been 10 years on in fact, right. I believe one of the doctors that's been censored on the internet was one of the guys who actually pioneered some of this technology early on, which is why he knows a good deal about it. Mm-hmm. And he's been shut down because he's been speaking out against it. I want to say Malone. Is it Robert Malone? <clears throat> That does that sound right? It it does, but I'm so bad with names, man. Either way, um, if I get that wrong, I'll put it in the show notes. But the technology in and of itself is not bad. You're exactly right. There's experimental drugs, and our right to try should be matched equally by our right not to try what someone else has decided we should be trying. Absolutely. They got as as a man who doesn't want to take this vaccine, I am, I advocate for its right to exist. I don't, my biggest problem with this vaccine is they've taken away the responsibility of the company to do right by it. That is the core problem of this. If, 
if it was one of those things where they're like, look, they had to be honest about it and they had to say, look, we're not really sure this is going to work. Here are some of those things that could go wrong with it. And you sign that and then they were, that was an honest statement and something went bad. Shouldn't be able to get onto them for that. But a lot less people would want to take it at that point. They wouldn't make as much money. Two, let's say it went the other way. Let's say they said, oh, these are the things that could go wrong. They're not that bad. But, you know, here's what could go great. And it's awesome. So you take it and they were totally full of shit. Like you find out later, like they knew there was a lot of side effects and there's very little chance it was going to work. And that's not what they told you, right? Then you can sue them. How many advertisements, infomercials do you see daytime television for the older folks? Have you or a loved one been affected by blah, 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 blah? It's because that precedent has been set. And this is why this is completely different because that liability is gone. Absolutely gone. And that's the, that's, and even with the drugs that we have out right now, that FDA protects so many of them from serious lawsuits because through the approval of the FDA, they can say, oh, but the FDA said it was okay. But all your fucking trials said it was. But the FDA trials said it And they get protected by that, right? That happens all the time. So the FDA is, I've never seen, I've never had a scenario that I've read about with the FDA where it was ever a good thing. It was never a good element to the situation. It was always bad. So it's why I, I don't give a shit whether the FDA says it's okay or not, because it doesn't matter to me until I can sue them. If it's not okay, you're not going to get me to put that shit in my veins or my kids. The only way you're getting it in my veins is if I'm blocking the needle from hitting my kids. Because I will die first. It's a trap. There's no comfort.